Please be seated. And I'm going to invite Tappy to give us our New Testament reading, which is James 2, verses 1 to 13. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or you sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated amongst, among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love them? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing, you're, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not commit murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. This is the word of the Lord. So uh, if the children would like to come up to the front, uh, come and grab a seat at the front. And we've got four children who are going to be holding up signs. We've got to set that up right from the beginning. So here we've got Tino and Alan. You need to be up here. And Louisa, if you, if you come up onto the stage. And um, who's the other one? Ruby. Where's Ruby? Let Ruby you come up as well. So just give us one second to, to set up. There we go. I think we're ready. Okay, just hold them there for a minute. So I haven't told you uh, what today's theme is because I'm hoping uh, that someone will be able to guess it. Uh, we're in the middle of our Real Faith series. Uh, so far, we've had Real Faith is Tested, Real Faith is Steadfast, Real Faith Obeys. And today, if you open up your signs, we've got Real Faith. We've got, hang on, what have we got? Oh, it looks like we've got lots of different languages here. So, uh, Tito, what language is that? Language is Shona. Shona, and how do you, do you know how to pronounce that? Inerudo. Inerudo. And uh, do you know what language you got? Kinyawanda. Kinyawanda, is that right? Do you know how to say that? Urukundo. And Ruby, you've got, do you know what language you've got? Is it Afrikaans? <laughs> Shall I try and read it? And the South Africans can tell me how I do with it. Dit is leafier. Is that correct? Well, no one's shaking their head, so I'll go, I'll go with that. <laughs> and uh, what have you got, Louisa? Is that Spanish? Is that Spanish? That's Spanish, and that says ama. Ama. So, so someone who doesn't speak any of these languages... Let's have a guess. Few out, few that will call it out. What do you think? Real faith is. What do you think? I just said. Come on, no, no one can get the Spanish. Ama, ama, 
Real faith is... Real faith is loving. Real faith is loving. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Well done. Give them a round of applause. So that is our theme today. Real faith is loving. And as Christians, we want to take on the characteristics of God. And the Bible tells us that God is love. Uh, so love is not just something that God does. It's who he is. It's his nature. And John 4 says, we love. We love because God first loved us. So uh, God loves us. He pours his love into our hearts. And we take that love out into the world. And uh, love has a lot to do with the way we see people and how we treat them. So there are four people up on the screen, A, B, C, and D. And I want four, four volunteers, first four hands to go up. Four, have you got four volunteers here? Who's going to volunteer? Okay. Come on then. Go on then, Hugo, come up. Yeah, you come up, get it. Antoinette, you want to come up? Is it just holding this? Okay, so you hold that. You hold that. Antoinette, you hold, can we have another volunteer? Anna, do you want to come up and hold one? Okay, you, okay go on then. Oh, do, do you want to do it? Your sister's jumped in, but you're happy with that. Okay, good. Right, so we've got four people on the screen, and we're going to put them in order of importance. The most important person on the left and the least important on the right. What do you think? Who would go, who do you think is the most important person there? The king? Did someone say the king? You said the D, the king. Okay, D, come here. Who's next? Who do, who do you reckon? Who do you reckon? Who's um, I say that A is the most important because they actually. A, you help. A, okay. Well, Hugo, you stay where you are. Okay, that we'll come back to that. And who, who else? Who next? Pardon? Who next? Who are you going to put next? Who do you reckon, Antoinette? Pardon? Who, who, who next? The footballer or the prisoner? C. C. Okay. So swap. So now we got them. We, we got them in order. And you know what? This is what the world might say in terms of order of importance. And um, do you know, from a very early age, we're kind of taught, without even realizing it, to put people in order of importance. But that's wrong. That's wrong because, you know, all of these people on the screen, uh, they are human beings made in the, the image of God. They are loved by God. They are equally valuable in God's eyes. That God loves everyone in the world with the same intensity. So you guys can sit down. Now, it's normal to try and think, oh, well, who's the most important? But actually, they're all equally important. They're all equally loved and valuable in God's eyes. And that's a really important thing for us to remember. So if those four people are equally loved by God, we can't say, oh, this one is more important or that one is more important. We can't make those sort of judgments. Now, it seems that there was a situation in the church where the rich were being given special treatment. So I want someone to come as a volunteer and pretend to be, Anna, come up. So you're going to pretend to be a rich person visiting the church for the first time, okay? Okay. 
So Anna's a very rich, important person. She visited the church for the first time. Hello, Anna. So good to see you. Really good. I'm so glad that you could be here. Look, let me give you the best seat. Look, actually, I think I've got a cushion here. Come here. Look, we've reserved a seat for you at the front of church. Come here, Anna. There you go. Sit there. I think you'll be, I think you'll be more comfortable. Hang on a moment. Wait there. Wait there. Right there. Right, I've got a, got a coat there. Take that. There's some popcorn. Okay, you're going to be all right. Anything you need, just come and get, just, just interrupt the service. Anything you want, you just, just tell me, okay? All right? Okay, good. So, so that's the rich person. Now, um, a poor person came into the tent. Ruby, you want to be the poor person? Okay. So this, is, this might be, if you stand there, the poor person coming to the church, this might have been their reaction. Give me. Now, if you don't mind, can you go and stand at the back of church? Actually, no, not at the back, maybe behind the wall at the back. You'll still be able to hear, you know, I wouldn't do that to you. Okay? But if you, if you take a seat, well done, Ruby. And uh, so well done for those two. Now then, is what I just did loving? Is that loving? No, it's not loving. And you might say, I'd never do that. I would never treat two people so differently. But what if I told you that next week a really famous person is coming to the church? He's a Hollywood A-lister, been in loads of movies. Next week we are going to be welcoming Thor. I mean Chris Hemsworth. Or, or substitute any person, uh, any famous person that you admire. Now, if I really was able to say that a a famous person was coming to this church next week, I bet you this would be one of the fullest, that would be one of the fullest services we'd ever had. If Chris Hemsworth were coming to this church next week, I bet we'd be full. But what if I said, what if I said, I've got some really exciting news. I met a homeless person this morning and he said he's definitely coming to church next week. Would that have the same effect? Why not? Why not? Because it would be a wonderful opportunity. It would be a wonderful opportunity to show that person that there's a, there's a, there's a church here that they can belong to, where they can be loved, where they can be valued. It'd be an opportunity to, to share the gospel with someone who may not have heard it. They might even you know, the Lord might even change their whole life around. It would be a really exciting opportunity. Why do we view the two differently? So when we actually think about it, we realize that in a, we do treat people differently. And often we don't even see it. So, you know, when we treat people differently, it's as if we're playing a judge. It's as if we're kind of saying, well, I judge that this person is worthy of special treatment and respect, and this person, well, we can just ignore them. But James says, my brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, must not show favoritism. Do you know why he calls them brothers and sisters? Do you know why he calls them brothers and sisters? Because everyone who puts their faith in Jesus belong to God's family. We all belong to God's family. 
Today is International Sunday when we celebrate the fact that even though we come from all over the world, we all belong to the same family. We are all one in Christ Jesus. It's a wonderful thing. And as followers of Jesus, we must not show favoritism. We must not treat people differently for any reason. We're called to love our church family. We're called to love the people out there. Uh, and if someone comes to the church for the first time, they should be treated with love and respect and kindness. Doesn't matter whether they're rich or poor. Doesn't matter where they're from or what they look like. It doesn't even matter whether they're going to um, support England or Australia in the next World Cup match. No, it doesn't matter. We treat everyone, we treat everyone the same. James says, if you really keep the royal law found in scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. The royal law, that is something that King Jesus commanded us to do, to love our neighbor. But who is my neighbor? And I've got another little multiple choice uh, uh, guess here. So we can only put our hand up for one of these. And you can put, if I, if I get it wrong, you can put the thumbs down. And if I get it right, you put the thumbs up. So this is, who is my neighbor? Who is the person that I show love and kindness to? Uh, is it uh, the people who live next door? Is it just them? Are they the only people I show love and kindness to? No, they're not the, uh, we do show love and kindness to them, but they're not the only ones. Uh, what about anyone who doesn't annoy me? And you can see someone getting his aircraft seat kicked there. I've seen that happen. It's quite funny, but very annoying for the person. Uh, do we only show love and kindness to the people who don't annoy us? Is that, is that the only one? No, David, you disagree with that statement. Excellent. Good. What about um, people who might be able to help us in some way or who are wealthy? Are they the people that we show love and kindness to? Just them? Yes. No, no, not just them. <laughs> who said yes? <laughs> not, no, uh, not just them. Okay, last choice. What about everyone? What about everyone we meet? Is that who we show love and kindness to? Yes, yes that's absolutely right. Everyone. Doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, um, what they're about. So we show the same love towards people that God shows towards us, no matter who they are. And we might say, yeah, but if we show some people a little bit less love, it's not really a big deal, is it? It's not a big sin. Well, James has something quite surprising, and I can explain it best with this box of eggs. So I have here a box of eggs, and uh, we tend to think that God's law is like lots of individual laws, like uh, the eggs in this box. Um, so I have this box of eggs, and I've written on each one, one of uh, the Ten Commandments, and then the, the two at the end, I put Jesus's special commandments to uh, love our neighbors and to love God, and those, those two commandments cover all of the others. So really, instead of a box of eggs, what I have here is a box of God's law. Uh, now, what I want is a volunteer to come and break one of these laws. Now, not literally, you're not going to murder someone, but break one of the eggs. Okay, David, so pick an egg, any egg, a law, one of God's laws that you're going to break. Which one are you going to pick? It doesn't really matter, just take any one. 
this one. Okay. I don't even want to read that. It says, honour mum and dad. <laughs> Do you know what? I, it's moments like this, I, I begin to question whether I thought things through properly. But Okay, break it. And again. Okay. Well done, David. So you sit down. So as you can see, David has broken this one law. Uh, but that's okay, because all these other laws are intact. He hasn't broken them. They're not touched. He's just broken that one law. So far, so good. But that's not how God's law works. God's law is more like a single egg. It's not like a box of eggs, lots of different laws. It's like one egg. That is God's law. Now, I need a volunteer to come and break this law. Caleb, do you want to come and break this law? Okay, so what I want, actually is just for you to break a little piece of this egg, okay? See, maybe just a little bit off the side, something like that, okay? Just just a little bit, just a little bit, okay? No, just a little bit off the side. Go on, there you go. Okay. You're supposed to just break a little bit. <laughs> so would we say, would we say that Caleb has just um, broken a, a piece of that egg? What would you say? What's he done? He's, he's broken the whole egg, hasn't he? And, um, and it's a bit like that with God's law. If we've broken part of it, we've broken all of it. Uh, there's no such thing as a little sin that doesn't really matter. And if we fail to love someone, if we fail to love our neighbor as ourselves if we fail to love the person who's come into the church for the first time, uh, then we've sinned. We've broken God's law. Now, none of us are perfect, and we all, we all sin, and that's why we need Jesus, who offers us forgiveness and forever friendship with God. So maybe our thoughts and our actions need to change a little bit. Maybe they need a bit of adjustment. So maybe at school, or at work, there's that person that uh, nobody really talks to. Next time we see that person, we might think, you know what? I'm not going to treat them the same way that everyone else does. I'm not going to ignore them just because everyone else is. I'm going to treat them differently. I'm going to love that person. I'm going to be friends with that person. Um, are there people that we treat differently because without even realizing it, we see them as being less important or somehow less worthy of our kindness. You know, maybe we need to recalibrate our thinking. You know, maybe we need to say to ourselves, okay, that person who cold calls me from a call center somewhere else in the world, I'm going to treat that person with love and kindness. So I'm going to be respectful to that person. Or maybe the teenager that serves us in McDonald's. We think, you know what, I'm going to treat that person with the same respect that I would treat my boss at work or a member of my family. Or the homeless person that everyone walks past and doesn't even say good morning to. You say, you know what, next time I see that person, I'm going to treat that person with kindness and love and respect. You see, we don't love people because they can do something for us. We love because God first loved us. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you love us in spite of all our faults and failings and all the things that we do wrong. You love us uh, with an intensity that we cannot even begin to imagine. And we pray that, that you'll continue to pour your love into our hearts. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that we will take that love out into the world, take it to others. That we'll treat people with love and kindness and respect no matter who they are. That we won't show favoritism. That we will be entirely consistent in the way that we uh, talk to people, the way that we view them, and how we are with them. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.